Welcome, Welcome to, to Shh, Don't, Don't Tell Mum. My name's Barney. And I'm Jamie Lisa Jackman. And this is the 34th most popular parenting podcast in... Great fucking Britain! Woo! I mean, 34th, is it something to shout about? Apparently. Apparently. You know what, actually, I'm really impressed by this, because when you look at the chart ball, it's like, in kids and family section, or in parenting, we're 81 <gasps> in kids and family. You were about to say 81th, weren't you? Yes. I saw the tongue, I saw it. You're wearing very stripy trousers today, and I'm, yeah. I think you're rocking it. You're Thanks. providing a bit of colour. I'm almost merging into the sofa, for those of you who are watching this on your favourite platform. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm okay. My voice is going, so if I laugh, like you so kindly pointed out earlier, if I laugh, I might go... <laughs> And yeah. So you're going away for one whole month without Rocket. And first of all, I feel like, guys, if you are always at work and you miss a lot of your childhoods or you go away for long periods of time, how does that feel? Because obviously I fly for like a day at a time. That's hard. But like a whole month. As a father, how are you feeling? Are you a bit nervous? Are you a bit like... Yeah. You've done I, it a few times. I have done it a couple of times. So it's And it's not like you get used to it. Like I'm not getting used to the fact that this is going to happen and, and I'm going to miss out on certain things. It's, it's more... I wouldn't say it's the worry about missing out on things of your kid growing up. It's more about... Um, mitigating stress that the rest of your family feel because of your absence. So mm-hmm. the thing that I worry about more is, are you going to be okay? So I'm not necessarily as worried about missing certain elements of his childhood. Obviously, I don't want to miss him, you know, talking properly for the first time because we know that he is fast approaching the time where he's probably going to start saying words, possibly even like his first sentence, but just based on people that we know on or kids that we know that have done that within that you know, 16 month to two year period is kind of when they start, you know, saying words or talking. Mm. So I'm a little bit worried or nervous just that you're going to be okay because you're mega busy. Summer is not only a super busy time for me where I've got to go away for like a month at a time, but also it's just the busiest time of year for you as well. But you know what? One thing that is different to the last time you went and did this was we didn't really have much of a support system at that time yeah. because nobody lived close to us. Now everybody's moved. Mum's moved literally two doors down. <laughs> and Which, by the way, so many people say to me, oh my God, your mother-in-law lives two doors down from you. Are you okay? Do you need to speak to someone? And it's amazing. We have a really good relationship with yeah. your mum and, uh, and it's stepdad. The best. It's honestly the best thing that's ever happened. Like, for us as a family, we have so much more freedom now. And also, half of the time, mom's like, I haven't seen you in ages. Because you think you're going to be on top of each other, but I think we respect each other's boundaries massively. We set the boundaries before she moved in. I was like, bring me a cup of tea every morning. She <laughs> hasn't stuck to that boundary. <laughs> she hasn't. No, I think we have also, to come to her. I think she also values her free time as well. So it's not like... Yeah. She moved here so that she could be here every day. Yeah. She moved here to help out, but also they, your mum and stepdad, they value their time together. And there's even occasions where we go around and she goes, oh, fuck off, Jamie. I don't want you around today. She's Canadian, that if anybody how, hasn't guessed. And she, her favourite word is fuck, so. Yeah. You know what? It's, yeah. I think since they've been around and your mother's around the corner as well now, she used to be about an hour and a half away. Yeah. We've... Yeah, we've got a really, really good support system. And I think it, it takes a village to build, to grow a person. <laughs> what? Is that not the right thing? <laughs> it takes a village to raise a child. Oh, okay. Not to grow a child, babe. It just took my penis and your bits as well to grow a child. I, do you remember the time we conceived him? 
You keep telling me that it was a time where we were away for a weekend. Yeah, because it's when I relaxed and I was so wasted. Oh, my God. What do you mean wasted? You oh say make it sound God. like I take, took advantage of you. No, as in like we drank picantes and frozen margaritas all friggin' day. Bougie. If you know, you know where we're talking about when she says picantes. Picantes. <laughs> but honestly, it's been a absolute blast like these last up to this point yeah um i'm excited i mean we went through a stage of me and barney like two weeks ago where i was like i think we're gonna break up like we are so not on the same wavelength in anything and then this week we've just had a great week yeah we were i feel like we were stressing out in anticipation of me going away is one thing and then also you know we've been stressing a little bit you may notice that some of our social media stuff has been lacking a little bit maybe you know the instagram the tiktoks things like that we're not posting Mm -hmm. as frequently because it was such such a full-time job so and you know we also have jobs alongside doing the social media stuff so it's not like we're doing social media full-time i have esports work that i do i work in the gaming industry so i have to go abroad quite a lot so then it stresses me out that the build-up to towards going away i have to yeah you know make loads of content that i can then release while i'm away because while i'm away i'm not gonna have any time to to create content have you done much with like rocket like, do you have lots of pre... I mean, I have like two or three videos that we've pre-recorded. I might be able to do a couple this weekend, but I don't... Mm. I also don't want to turn Rocket into a content-making machine where I'm like, I've got to film this. I've got to film this. Come over here. No, but I As think I it's like more like... That. The one that I love about the content that we make is when we look back on it, it's so nice to see the old videos of him when he's growing up and you go, oh my oh, God, yeah. look how small he was. It's memory for us on top of like... People that have joined us on this like really random family journey because it is a freaking journey. Yeah. But honestly, looking back at those videos is probably the best thing we've ever done because I grew up in a household where my dad filmed everything. He did on like a camcorder. And you didn't. And we've really struggled to find baby photos or videos of Barney's family. Definitely no videos. And and it impacts, I think it impacts you a little bit because you go, oh, I want to watch back when I was younger. You want to watch back when you were younger. I want to watch when you were younger. I want I want to see the memories. I'm all about the memories. You are indeed. I love that. Um, like one of the things I'm doing every single birthday is taking a picture of me and Rocket around that time and putting it in an envelope with a little note on it going, oh, this is what you did today or this is what you yeah, acted like. very cute. And then the following, like when he gets to when he's 15, 16, when he can appreciate this, Mm. I'll give him these letters with the photos and he can see the growth of himself. The only thing is, is I've done it with Polaroid and I'm scared he's going to open it and the Polaroids would have leaked everywhere because Polaroid does. Do they do that? They leak? Actually, no. We have the print. I didn't use the Polaroid. Yeah, they do leak. But for his first birthday, that's what we did. We got a Polaroid and took loads of Polaroid pictures of everyone, all the guests. Yeah, that was was so sweet. Dude, so, that was mad. Yeah, that's that's. I'm all about the memories. We but need to memories. tell the people who are watching, who are listening to this podcast, right? What happened today? What happened today? What happened today? Well, me and you, who t- typically do not frequent this because we try to be as healthy as possible, we had a cheeky Mackie D's for lunch. Oh, and yeah. And we, we were within within the establishment. You know what? Okay, actually, let's let's put a little pause really in there. Really strange, this, actually. Yeah, we went to McDonald's, and the last time I ate in a McDonald's was plus 10 years ago. It must have been over 10 years ago. Almost every single time you go to McDonald's, you get it drive through or you get it delivered, especially nowadays. But today we had time to kill. So I said, why don't we just sit inside the McDonald's? We go in, we order our food, we sit down. And what happened? 
I get a message, a DM. Actually, it's a comment on a video I literally just posted. It was a comment on a video, okay. And they said on the comment, ah, I'm just watching you in McDonald's right now. What? The we were like, hell is what? going on, Mary? And what? then, and then we got a little bit panicked, and I was like, okay, let's go. I think. And then when we left, no, we didn't. We did, we sat and we ate the McDonald's. Okay, we didn't we, leave. We got panicked. Jamie we ate the McDonald's. Out. Then we left. Jamie freaked out and went really quiet and sat there for ages. And I just said to her under my breath, Ooh. I was like, look around and see if anyone is staring at us, and then we can pick out who it is. We started trying to go through the. Inc- He's probably going to be listening to this, by the way. Hi, by the way, Archie. If you're listening to this, <laughs> he messaged Jamie. Oh, Oh, and Jamie, kid, I think. We Jamie think he was, was a cl- kid. Yeah, Jamie clicked on the profile and there's no pictures of like the person. It's just like pictures of like landscapes and stuff. So I said, oh, it's possibly a kid because I feel like if parents don't allow kids to take yeah. any like selfies or, you know, put any pictures of themselves online, then they would just take pictures of random crap. So I said, it's possibly going to be a kid. And Jamie said she couldn't see anyone looking at us. And I think you were a bit too scared to lock eyes with someone who might have been staring at us and typing to you. So finished McDonald's and we left. And then what happened when we were in the car? Well, I think it was one of those, yeah, we, we got into the car and then there was these three boys on the, their bikes and they just stared at us and gave us like a really friendly wave. And I was like, oh, maybe it was them. But you know what? One of those things I always say is if you do see us out, come say hi. Me and Barney, we're so open. Like, if he pisses me off, I'll be like, why are you being such a fucking cunt? Sorry, but you are in public. And then Jesus. people are like, like we, I, we've had full-on blown arguments in public before. I mean, speak for yourself, Jamie Lisa. You are just, you are an exposed nerve when you're pissed off. But also, you know, as you'll tell everyone, I'm an Aries. So I wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, but she... She erupts it into a Mount Vesuvius for four <laughs> for four minutes, and then she's like, "Okay, I'm done now. I'm I'm good. I'm done. Oh, Get should over we it. carry on shopping now?" And I'm like, "Hurricane is inside me." Because I'm like, <laughs> "How dare you shout like that at me in the middle of public?" And she's like, "Oh, I've let it all out now. I'm feeling good, feeling fine, yeah. and I want to throw something at you." So you know what? One of the things we've realised in this relationship in the last three weeks, and I have already touched on it on the podcast was we've been going through a bit of a a rough patch in our relationship. And we've realized it's not about being 50-50 in a relationship at all. Because sometimes you can't give 50%. Sometimes you can only give 20%. There's a lot of times, like, if I'm working till super late at night time, Barney's going to have to give me 70% and I'm going to be able to give 30 And vice versa, when he's working loads... I'm obviously giving like 100%. Like we always need to top the 100% in the relationship. And sometimes it can get really hard. So how have we tackled that? Like, because I feel like we're in a better space this week. Yeah, I think it's about a level of understanding. And like Jamie has said, since the very beginning of our relationships, it's all about communications. Communication trumps anything and everything in a relationship. Because if you know how the other person is feeling, or if you know how the other person is coping with certain scenarios within your relationship, then the, the better your level of understanding, the better you'll be able to react to certain things. So if I know if Jamie's upset about something, or if Jamie, you know, if you're... It sounds like trivial to say, but if it's like your time of the month and you're, you know, particularly angsty about a certain situation, then I'll know how to approach the situation so that we don't blow up into an argument. So just by communicating is great. So this communication tool that we're talking about now, which is you both provide 50% into a relationship, whether it's looking after Rocket or whether it's cooking, cleaning, keeping the house in order. Um, if you can't provide that 50%, 
because you're either so exhausted from work mm -hmm. or you've had a really draining day with Rocket mm -hmm. or whatever it is, you compromise in that scenario. So if Jamie can only provide 30%, I'll have to dig deep and say, right, can I provide that additional 20? So then I'm giving 70 and she's giving 30 and because, the same on the yeah, flip side. It's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent that. And also we've actually found it really therapeutic. Like we went to Barney's dad's the other day and both our phones died. We didn't have a charger. And actually it was so nice waking up in the morning and just hugging each other because we didn't have our phones there to check our messages. He always checks his messages and goes to watch like golf videos. That is not true. Yeah, you I'll do. have you know that in the morning, I don't actually really use my phone that much anymore in the morning. I wake up before either of us look at our phones. So one of us goes down and gets Rocket. No. And then makes milk and goes no. up. I never look at my phone before I go and get rocket. No, that's not right. Unless I look at my phone to look at the nanit when he's waking up to check if he's awake. And mm. then I go downstairs. No. I don't check messages and stuff. That's not right. Okay, why is not right? Because you fart before you do any of that. That's so true. Thank you. I fart and then, yeah, the morning fart is the best fart always. Jamie actually got upset with me this morning. Believe it or not, this is unreal. She asked for a little cuddle. We woke up and we kind of, you know, were stretching. Like Jamie said, phones were dead. We were all good to just have a little cuddle. And she cuddled me and I felt Jamie tense her lower back. And I was thinking, I know what's happening next. So I tensed my lower back. And then we farted almost at the same time. Mine was longer and louder. And you got annoyed at me. You went, oh my God. And I was like, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? And she goes, yours was bigger than mine. <laughs> What the fuck is well, going on? Well, it was number one. And number two, I literally am like, that's just warm me, pre-warm me, because mine was going to be delicate and cute. Yeah, but what? So you would have forced out more if you knew that I was going to go at no, the same time. but just fucking warn me that it's going to be a wet one. It was. Oh my God. I mean, yeah, but we're, we're treading the territory of too much information now. But we were talking poor, about... His poor father is going to have fucking... Poop particles, poop particles all over his bed. Mars, got to change that shit. Love you, Dad. So one thing that we definitely were talking about earlier was my trip to the Middle East, which is happening on Monday, literally in three days' time. Mm. Right now it's Friday. We're going to pick up Rocket as soon as we finish this podcast. So yeah. we're closely approaching that time. Now, one thing that we did talk about is, you know, why I'm going going for a long work stint and you're going to be very busy throughout the month of July as well, like we've already stated. But something that I would like to touch base on oh. is the fact that a lot of people, I would say typically in nine to five jobs, because we actually, funnily enough, even though we both work in a similar industry, we do different jobs. What do you think my typical work day looks like because if you ask anyone who has a partner with a nine-to-five be it a banker an accountant a doctor whatever they half the time can't tell you what their partner does they go oh he works in insurance and if I ask them what does he do on a typical day I can guarantee you most people don't know what they do on well, a typical day well I know day. what you do Go on, talk to me. Go meet, go so the for, night before, a So the night before a show day, he will write down loads of notes that he has to. He will investigate the game as thoroughly. All the teams that are playing the game are in competition. You know, the thing is, is every single game has a different type of lingo. So you have to like learn that language. So you're like learning the true. language, learning obviously all the... It's very important to know names. I would be terrible at this job. He's unbelievable. <laughs> and I would be like, okay, 
Barbara. My name's not Barbara. Okay, it is today. Literally, that would be me. Barbara. Okay. What a name. I can't Team wait. Team Lionsgate. I can't wait to interview a player called Barbara. That would be so freaking awesome. <laughs> anyway, then the next day he goes in, he goes for his makeup and hair. So they prep that. Um, they do, obviously, the tests that they need to do. Obviously, the camera tests, the screen tests, the audio tests. He has his in-ears placed with his pack behind. Sometimes they'll get him to do floor work where he's, like, interviewing, you know, after the match or he's interviewing a fan. Um, but normally, it's on the stage. And either he has a teleprompter or he has flashcards from what he's written the night before. And he will read out, he'll basically, he's not the commentator, he's the person in between it that kind of pieces the whole show together. Am I correct? You are so correct. The only thing that I think you got wrong is teleprompter. I've never had a teleprompter in esports. Oh, okay. They don't, they don't do that anymore. Didn't. No, but so you... no, they don't do that yet. I feel like they might get to it at some point. But, but... I swear you had one and it, it malfunctioned at one point. Um, it went really instead fast. Instead of having a teleprompter, one time... So. The only time this ever happened was because I was on a giant green screen behind me, which happens a lot of the time in esports. But what they actually provided me with was cue cards, right? Yeah. So we're using these cue cards. I'm sticking my notes to the cue cards prior to the show beginning. And then we're honestly, I think we're about three or four hours before the show starts. And then cameraman runs up to me and goes, hey, we have an issue. And I said, okay, what's this issue? And he said, the cue cards have green on them. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God. Because the, the game uh, has a globe on the front of the game. And so the globe obviously has the green bits which are land. And so being that it's green, it was showing what they were showing on the green screen behind. So if I held up the cue card, it looked stupid. So we had to think rapidly. Look, you can't have cue cards now. We don't have any additional cue cards that you can use that the company will sign off on. So you're not allowed any cue cards. And I said, look, guys, this show is five hours long. I have to have some sort of cue cards or something just to be able to get through the show because I can't memorize everything, you know, for the whole show. And they said, right, what if we get a TV and put the TV underneath the camera so that you can look at the tv to see what's coming up next and they employed someone locally to come in sit by the screen with a laptop and just scroll down my notes as i was going through the segments of the show may so anybody that wants to get in gaming do that hired someone for the day to be wow. essentially that is what a teleprompter cue person does mm -hmm. in on Good Morning Britain, ITV, the news, da, 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 they have a teleprompter guy who has, normally has a wheel and spins the wheel. And the tighter you spin the wheel, the faster the teleprompter goes mm -hmm. and they can adjust it to the speed at which you're speaking. And this guy, who was just a random dude, had to follow just my like... notes and scroll down with a mouse. Yeah, flip. <laughs> so I felt for him, but, you know, we did a good job and luckily it all went well. That was well it. Well so a day in the life of Jamie Lisa, she turns up and she eats and she sleeps and then she... <laughs> No, Jamie loves this job so much. So with DJing, she super preps, you know, days, sometimes weeks before, creates the playlist that the client wants, whether it's, you know, an event, a wedding, uh, a festival, whatever it is. Preps her set and, you know, goes through all of the, uh, make sure that all the BPMs match and make sure that, you know, she takes the client or the people who are attending the event on a journey, a lovely, sexy journey throughout their evening. Um, when you get to the venue, you just, I imagine, sign in with whoever the events manager is or just makes them make them aware that you've arrived. Go into, uh, I reckon you would eat. And then after you eat, you would get prepped with like your own hair and makeup. You sit and you normally do your own hair and makeup. Make sure you've got the right USBs, headset, blah, blah, blah. You just sound check, at, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, but obviously before the event starts, you sound check at some point. Uh, and then when the event starts, 
you just make sure that you're at the right place at the right time, do your DJ set, everyone has a good time. And then it's actually more simple, your one, because you do all your prep like at home, whereas I have to go and, you know, do, you do camera prep, tests. Though. And but I tell you what, okay, so I'm dealing with a wedding at the moment that I've got coming up. And I have some pet peeves. So if you're listening and you're going to have a wedding soon or you know somebody who's going to have a wedding and they have a DJ. Listen up. Listen up. If you are planning a wedding, don't do these things. So someone has sent me a few lists of music from their Spotify. Is a few? Are you playing this down or is it actually like thousands of tracks? So two playlists. Okay. Right. That they've made years ago. 196 tracks on one of them. Is Let It Burn by Usher on it. 200 on another. All of them don't make any sense for a wedding. When someone sends you a list of 200 songs for their event and says, just pick what will work, you're making the DJ's life so much harder. They just need 30 tracks. That's it. Because you wind other stuff in, right? You wind loads of other stuff in. You get a vibe from it. Don't send them a whole friggin' playlist that has that has your mum, grandmother's favourite track on there <laughs> in 1972, plus one that you had sex to the <laughs> other day or a car journey song. Or I've one, got you a one that, you know, means something to you personally that you would never play at your friggin' wedding. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. Okay, that's number one. There are also wedding tracks that you know work. This is like specific wedding we're talking about right now. Talking about right now. Jamie knows that there are certain tracks that always smash it in weddings. And so it's you, she's trying to get your personality sprinkled in. Because amongst. I've made mistakes from being a DJ for years and years and years. Guys, I'm not a DJ that just does willy-nilly. I've been doing this job for nearly 15 years. God, even longer, I think. <gasps> but the thing is... is Another thing that people do is when they request an artist, but they don't say the full name. So they'll be like, it's like, sorry, Susan, I don't know who Paul is. Is it Sean Paul? Is it Paul McCartney? Is it Paul Simon? Is it? Like, there's so many artists with the name Paul. I'm not going to know Paul. Or they'll say, oh, play um, Feeling Good. Do you know how many Flow Rider songs there are <laughs> called Free Feeling Good? <laughs> I'm not lying to you. I hate Flow Rider as well. Oh my Which I didn't God. know. He's actually called Florida. Yeah, Flow Rider. I is didn't ever Flo- get Is that. the word Florida split into two? I know, I never knew that. Anyway, that and also, uh, what's the other Flo artist? Flow Rider and Pitbull are honestly the two worst people in music. For, in my opinion, music's oh, very God. self so, yeah, just make sure that when you say an artist's name or a song, just make sure you say the actual song you want and the artist's name, okay? Not Paul, because I don't know who that is. But I shout out be... to Paul, and I love your tunes, mate. I'll Let's, put all uh, the Pauls in rolling. there. Put loads of Sean yeah, Pauls in there. And then they'll come up to me and go, this is not my music. You asked for Paul. Well, it's Paul. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's a pet peeve of mine with the job thing. Um, we don't have long. Rocket, <gasps> we need to pick up Rocket in 10 minutes. Oh my gosh. So guys, this is probably going to be one of the last podcast episodes you will see with Barney in here until he's back in one month time. But we're going to keep, we're going to do a Zoom podcast. Everybody and every girl. Um, do we have any? You, to- oh, you, you know what? Like she just went on the same wavelength. She said it earlier. We're not. Spice up your life, Jamie. Yeah, go on. 
What were you saying? Do you have anything to say about the current? Not to you, today? okay? Other than I love your trousers. Thanks, they're vibe. They're pretty much. He turned around today and said I looked way too posh for McDonald's. Bro, I'm sorry. She was wearing Bulgari sunglasses, carrying a Sandro bag, wearing these trousers and a Ralph Lauren jumper. Be and I said, fabulous. We're Be fabulous. I mean, it's true, actually. I don't hold it against you. Like, if you want to wear fabulous clothing to McDonald's, you fucking wear fabulous clothing to McDonald's. Thanks, beautiful. Also. Remember, guys, I've got a wedding next week. Obviously, I was talking about the hen on the last podcast. I've got a hen. I've got a wedding next week for the bride. And and the bride, I'm going to bring on. I'm going to bring her on. <gasps> bride mom. on the pod. And we're going to go through her wedding breakdown. And we're going to go through the bridesmaid wedding breakdown. Oh, my God. Because there we'll were a few see, breakdowns. And we'll see which one was more expensive. Ooh. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a spicy episode. You might, fists might fly in this episode. <gasps> but anyway, thank you so much for joining. Shh, don't tell mum. Are you going to join me on this? I'm <laughs> just looking at you in amazement that you're just absolutely flying. You're firing all cinders, <laughs> cylinders and I love it. Okay, um, how do you want to end the episode? You know, do you just want to fart into the mic? Since you want to say a secret? Uh, just don't I don't really have any secrets at the moment. Because you're never with the fucking son. I'm we're joking. like so double them. parenting at the moment. So there's no, not much solo going on right now. So we can just, you know, we're chilling. We're vibing. We're having a good time. I'm off to Saudi Arabia next week. I'm going to miss you. I'll come back. Probably not tanned because it's too hot to go outside. It's 55 degrees Celsius there. Do you know that? Can I just ask really quickly? Yeah, go on. Talk to me. What shows are you excited to watch that you're not allowed to watch at home with me? Oh my God. What did I look at the other day? Yesterday on the... On the on the on the Netflix on the TV a documentary wasn't it? And you said, "Oh, you can watch that by yourself, mate." Uh, something sporty. Probably. I can't wait to watch golf. the Kardashians and Sex and the City. Oh my god! Uh, I'll probably watch golf stuff while I'm away because I'm boring like that. Mm. I want to try and play golf in Saudi Arabia while I'm there. I'm gonna get really good at tennis when he's away. Oh, that'd be great because then I could actually play with you because you suck, bro. I I actually do. And I'm, I'm going to admit to that, I actually really <laughs> suck. But I, I do try, don't I? You know what? You didn't really grow up playing ball sports, so I don't really, I don't hold it against you at all. You were a theatre kid. Theatre kid. Right, guys. Love you. Bye. Be fabulous. Bye.